Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You won't break my soul. Thank you. We're back. You are the queen of this Thank you. city. Wow, I am? You won't break my soul. Oh, yes. <laughs> when are you performing next? Just doing modern covers. We like we like the quiz that we did today for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge where Rocco found eight different versions of the song Georgia on My Mind, which we all think of Ray Charles. There were many others who had done it, including Bing Crosby. Mm-hmm. Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton. Uh, Willie Nelson. Van Morrison. Bing, he said Bing, Will, Dean. Dean Martin. Um, Annie Lennox. Annie Lennox, yeah. Gladys Knight. So then we thought, you know, let's, this is fun. <laughs> it's super fun. Let's so we're going to do it on Tuesdays at 1130. Tuesdays at 1130. Rocco, you're officially, you need okay. to have one created this upcoming Tuesday. All right. I like it. Here's the catch, though. Got to take it out of the podcast. You got to take it out of the podcast. Yeah. We did get an email um, from someone who wants to play with her husband. She said she got six right. But unfortunately, nice. you're yeah. not going to find that you on the podcast. Somebody right. called in to say after I announced the Michael Blue that you both had the Michael Bublé answer correctly, and of course we sort of call him boobs because one time Steve told somebody like at a department store that he loved boobs. That was my neighbor. Okay. They brought a Bublé, and then I was like, I love the boobs, and I was like, that's uh, yeah, that's not, not good. Working. But the caller said, I said to you, you you both got boobs. <laughs> So we might need to isolate that. Oh, that's funny. Along with Steve saying, I can't get over the clap. (laughs) That that happened last hour, too. You said I can't get over the clap. Oh, yeah, you did about the uh, the video of you showing your neighbors. Oh, and I I actually, you know, it's funny. I don't even know what clap is. I think it's some sort of a STD. Yeah, I don't know. Chlamydia or something. I'll, I'll it, try to or, dig those both up for later. Yeah, you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, nope. I can't. There's also the an isolated <laughs> penicillin. <laughs> isolated audio from hour one, I think, too. When Donna said, "You're so white," that's right. <laughs> because I was taken aback that she, in calm conversation with me, said "pirog." I did not. I said "pirogi." Oh. <laughs> and Tony from France says she is Polish, and that's exactly how they say it in Poland. It's hmm. just we all pick and choose which accents we lean into, which ones we attempt and which ones we don't. And when you have a dear friend who you're concerned about mm. suddenly slip into an accent that you've never heard before, it can be a touch unnerving. I understand. Thank you. I finished the Von Dutch docuseries i don't even know who this guy is is that his name well yeah kind of but that's yes and no it's the name of the brand there was an original artist like a trucker hat yeah like look up von dutch you'll see okay so they're trucker hats yes and yesterday when i was talking about this or a couple days ago you said as i said von dutch and ed hardy would have gone to the same family reunion got it 
And that started to make sense. And then I find out during part three of the docuseries that, uh, oh, what is his name? Christian Audage, mm. who was one of the designers for Von Dutch and kind of came on halfway through, he ended up going on to found Ed Hardy. You're kidding. What? He has since passed away. He passed away in 2015. But I got to tell you, by the end of this docuseries, Donna, there were guns involved. <gasps> There was a shooting death involved between oh friends. What? After in a somebody hanging off a balcony, broken bottle at their jugular. I mean the the craziness. What a bunch of dirt bags that existed in peripherally around this company. Eighty nine dollars for a hat is not doing it for me. Do First they of all, still they are sell Von ugly. And this is a three-parter? How long is each one? An hour? About an hour. Wow, that's a lot of Von Dutch. Talk. It was. I was like, there's no way this... But it kept my attention. Was this popular like in the 80s? No, what? like early 2000s. Like mid-2000s. Like Paris Hilton. Britney Spears. Uh, it was founded in 1999. Rappers were wearing it. It was okay. like all over the place. Jay-Z, P. Diddy, Paris Hilton, as I mentioned. Um, Pam and Tommy. It was... People were rocking Von Dutch, and they said, actually, there was one day, this guy, uh, Tony, who was one of the owners of the company, who came in, bought the company, and then ended up selling it eventually. He was at the Grove having lunch, and he was there with a friend, and I think it was Christian Audage, who was working with him at the time, who t- this guy, Tony Sorensen, had brought into the company. And he uh, saw so many people with Von Dutch on. And you think that would be a great sign for a company, right? Of course. And he looked over at him and he said, we're in trouble. Because when your brand is your logo or is your name and it's everywhere, people are just going to get sick of it. That was his thinking. People would get sick of it. And Paris Hilton participated in this docuseries in episode three. And she used to rock all sorts of Von Dutch. She said that there was a time she and Nicole Richie were about to go and shoot The Simple Life. And they went to the store, Von Dutch store, met with Christian Audage. And he was like, what do you want? Just take whatever you want. So then they just filled up bags after bag after bag after bag. And they said it became like our wardrobe on The Simple Life. They were wearing Von Dutch jeans and vests and trucker hats. And so you had these people who are out there making it mainstream, but then they thought, oh, it got to an oversaturation point. And Paris Hilton said, there was a night where I looked in my closet and there was so much Von Dutch stuff. And in an instant, I turned cold on it, got rid of all of it. And she said, it was so weird. You go wow. one night from like loving all it. In. Yeah. And then the next day, I wouldn't be caught dead in it. This is so interesting to me. I've never heard of this. In the same way, I never heard of that other documentary you watched about the LuLaRoe. LuLaRoe, yeah. yeah. No clue. I think you would like it because these are okay. your kind of people, Donna. Oh, the dirt bags. Yes. Cool. Criminal past, <laughs> have a sweet side to them, but ultimately driven by darkness. You know who it looks like he'd wear Von Dutch? Johnny Depp. I bet he did. I bet you're right. They've got rings and necklaces and earrings. All wow. What's the ring cut off on a man when you stop trusting him? <laughs> Is it mean? a third ring? Yeah. And listen, if you're not in a band, you're going to look like a DB. <laughs> you know? I mean, 
if you're not Johnny Depp, it's kind of hard to pull it off. Or what's the magician guy's name? Chris Angel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who Donna is attracted to? He's very attractive. Look up Chris Angel I've and just look at before. his look at his face. He's very pretty. He's very pretty. He I'm spells look. Chris without us without an H, by the way. Okay, this ha- oh gosh, look at this hairdo right now. Oh, oh my no. god, what is that? The Kate Goslin? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, All right. No, but if you just look at his face, like it's. Really, this would be so tough on Donna though. He's from Jersey. Chris Angel is, of course. She'd be hitting it off with him. He's sweet. He's very tender toward his mother. Great, all of that, Dad. And then, like at the end of the first date, he would say, "Pick a card." I know, and then I'd be like, like, "I'm out." Nope, you just killed it. I'm gonna go. When we come back, a couple of studies that are kind of interesting. We've gone through lists like this before. But, you know, if you know someone who was born after the year 2000, after Von Dutch became a thing, uh, there are things that they never had to deal with that they could never relate with, where for the rest of us, born before the year 2000, it's like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And, oh, yeah, that was a pain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. we'll go through a, oh, a, a couple of those that are kind of fun. So we'll dig into that. When we come back, Don and Steve on my talk. Good morning. We're back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Yellow. DJ Rock Lobsters in the house. Oh, we have Hi. study. Hi. That studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings are study buddies... The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Hey, everyone. Hey, Steve. Well, you know that feeling when you hit save on something? Yeah. And then it just goes away? You bet. That's a dumb feeling. How about the feeling where you don't mean to send something just yet, and it gets sent, and you're like, no! And you can't. (laughs) You can't unsend it. Then you just have to apologize and be like, I wasn't done, I'm sorry, I'm an idiot, you don't know me, bud. (laughs) How about when you're voice-to-texting, too, and then someone else walks by and is like, no, make it a ham sandwich! (laughs) And you don't catch it. <laughs> you don't catch it. And then it sends, and you're and like, like, you know, random yes. ham sandwich reference in the middle of your paragraph. Oh, that's so funny. There was a, <laughs> an unofficial study that was done on BuzzFeed.com. Never heard of it. And they were just talking about like things that if you were born after the year 2000, you've never had to deal with some of these things. Like, let's all just sit and explain to the children what life was like, Donna, before GPS. Paper map. Oh, man. I love maps. I love atlases. Last time I was at my insurance agent's, he's like, do you want an atlas? I'm like, oh, hell yes, I do. (laughs) I do. I love looking at him. I do. I like to, I like... It's not the same on a computer hmm. or your phone. Right. It's easier. It's no, it just. So you are you telling me perspective? I grant you that. When you would look at a map, when would you use the map to get where? It's just I'm not using the map. No, back it's in a the day. Curiosity not, thing. not anymore. Oh. But like back in the day, when would you. So I moved from New Jersey to Georgia. 
Georgia. Right? And I used a map to get there. I would look and go, all right, how do we get into Georgia? What states do we have to go through? Okay, we're here. That means we've got this much to go. Like an inch that on a map, they'll tell you how many miles that is. Right. I just love it. That's how I went to South Dakota. I mapped out my whole trip by looking at an atlas. And I said, let's go here. Let's stop there. I remember my mother gave me an atlas the first time that I traveled from by car from Pennsylvania to California for college. And she highlighted stuff. And yeah. it was like, we're going to get on Interstate 70 exactly. and stay across there for most of the way. And then you would just, I guess, exit and find a hotel somewhere. Exactly. When you were like, we're done here. Sometimes I'll even mark where hotels are on a map. Yeah. I lo- oh, I love maps. Globes are cool. I like a globe. I do think a globe adds a bit of panache to a room. I do have a stand-up globe. Like, stand-up it's on a stand. Globe. You know what kind of globes I like? Black globes. Have you seen the black globe? I like the black globe. I prefer it to the blue globe. It's Some like putting t- your iPhone in night vision or dark right. mode. You know? Sometimes there globe. are silver globes. <laughs> if you know of any other globe colors, call us. <laughs> 651. Fried shrimp, oil shrimp. <laughs> if anyone calls, we're going to take it. Go. And hopefully they'll just be like, green. Thank you for the call. <laughs> I remember MapQuest, when I was an admissions counselor, I would have to go to various high schools and maybe I'd have to go in the Inland Empire or down to San Diego and tour maybe four or five different high schools in a day. Sure. And I would staple together all of these directions because when MapQuest had the option for you to add a destination. Yeah. So it was like, all right, I need to go to Glendora High School. Then I need to go to Covina High School. Right. So you could do it all yes. in one. And yeah. it was just, you just kept turning and it so was like, great. take it right there. I mean, it was, it's, and it seemed like when MapQuest came out, it seemed like we've reached the apex of yeah. map technology. I mean, it won't ever be better than this. So great. So great. And then My brother still uses a TomTom. Oh, yes. Sure. Sounds about right. I That's... just talk to my phone. I'm like, navigate to blah, 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 blah. Let's, let's take this call. Oh, yeah. Okay. Totally All right. We'll take it uh, cold here. Hi there. You're Guten Tag. You're on the Donna and Steve show. Did you call in to talk about? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. They're globe colors? I actually love snow globes, but I was going <laughs> <laughs> to ask you, do you find it annoying when you're looking at an atlas or a map and you got to go... This page, this map continues at page 137. Yes. 87 pages to get to the next map. It's true. Sometimes they, yeah, break up the state. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a whole thing. Thank you for the call. 
But bigger name on the other line. Hi there, Guten Tag. You're on the Don and Steve show. Let's. Uh, oh, he's uh, waving okay, us off. Okay, That's probably our it. boss saying, "Are you guys really taking calls about various globe colors?" Somebody just <laughs> called in. She didn't want to go on, but she said she was in the dentist chair when um, last week when a Maroon Five song came on and she started. <laughs> oh my God! Listen, I've heard Colleen and Bradley ask listeners, "What's your favorite burner on the stove?" <laughs> they did a whole segment on that. People would call it a middle, back left, <laughs> front right. You know uh, what? That's funny. That's very funny. Um, another thing that people born before 2000 don't know about is just waiting around for people. Hey, are we going to get together? Yeah, let's meet at TJ Maxx at 3. Then you go and wait because... Unless you were at a payphone mm-hmm. that they knew the number two and they were at a payphone, you just, you don't know. You just have to wait for them. If there was traffic, you won't know until they arrive and tell you. Waiting. What else? I'll give you no. Hang on, my mom just texted, so this is hey, gotta mom. be. Tell Donna she is the best, and maps are the next best thing. <laughs> I'm with you. I, I just said I'm with you. I love maps. If these millennials lose their phones, they won't be able to find themselves out of a paper bag. So true. Oh, I you love your mom. Remind me Thanks, so Jane. much of my mother. I know Donna. you bring it up regularly. You've already brought it up. You're pretty a couple times. You know uh, what? Mom, like I'm very maternal. Yes, you are. You are. Thank you. You have a who has a bounce house in their yard right now? I do. <laughs> when we come back. Oh, Millennial X Games are coming up next. Let's get two callers, a Millennial and a Gen X or 651-641-1071. We'll find out if Rocco wrote questions when we come back. Don and Steve. Hey. Hello. Good morning. Welcome back. It's us. It's Donna and Steve. You're sweet Yeah. You know. We're your Valentine. Yeah. In, in your lobby, lob, lob over there. Lob, lob, DJ lob. Rock Lobster. You ready? Do we have our callers? Yeah, we got callers. We got questions. It's going to be a blast. Whoa. Generation X versus Millennials. These are the Millennial X Games. Steve, the Millennial. <sighs> I can't even. Versus Donna, the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. <laughs> That's right. This is the game where I quiz Donna on Millennial things, quiz Steve on Gen X things. They each get a lifeline. Let's meet those lifelines. Online one is the Gen Xer who will get to help Steve one time, and her name is Marcy. Hi, Marcy. Hi, Donna. Hi, Steve. Hey, Marcy. Me. So nice to talk with you. I Thank love you for the playing. name Marcy. It's a Can good you name. hear me okay? I'm actually cruising around on my bike today, but I stopped at a park because the wind was blowing so hard. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Well, stay safe, my friend. So you are Steve's well, lifeline. Okay. Think. Is that yes. right, Rocco? Yes. Right. She'll get to help him one time. Um, So thanks. Stand by on that park bench, Marcy, because I'm (laughs) line two calling in from Milwaukee. What? It's Lee. I hope you watched. Did you watch that Giannis uh, movie on Disney Plus? I did. I watched it a couple weekends ago, and I really liked it. It was Oh, okay. I might have to check that out. I got Milwaukee, Craig. The Cream City. Mm -hmm. The Cream City? Yeah, because it's all built with, like, Cream City brick, you know, cream colored brick, I think. Is yeah. that what it's really called? Mm-hmm. I didn't know yeah. that. Huh. Yeah. My wife's from Oconomowoc, just nice. outside of Milwaukee. Oh, cool. Well, Lee, it's you and me. 
Let's go, girl. All right. Yeah. I'll be calling on you. Stand by. Okay. Hey, now. Can wants, I go first? I think you can, Donna. Thank you. Uh, spin that wheel. <laughs> Big money, not music. Headlines. Yes. Oh, headlines. That doesn't come up very often. Okay. Uh, around this time in the year 2000, mm. we were all gearing up for the Summer Olympics. Oh, no. They took place in the Southern Hemisphere, but where? <sighs> Don't ask me geography <laughs> questions. Come on, Lady Atlas. Yeah, spin that black globe you've got. Actually, you have a stand-up globe. Yeah. Venezuela, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could you see where parties go at Dada's? I don't know. Beijing. Is that your final answer? Where? Yeah. Okay. Where is everyone? We're in, the, in the globe room. Donna's spinning. <laughs> um, it was in Sydney. Sydney, Australia. I was going to say that because I'm like, have. I don't know why I didn't. You had a gabagoo. Oh, little gabagoo. All right, time for Steve. Do the thing. Huh. Here it goes. Beijing. Why did I say that? Music. Music. Uh, this week in 1982, these will kind of be... That was um, negative one. A lot of the questions for... Or I think all three questions for Millennial will be from 2000. All three questions from Gen X will be from 1982. But the number one song in the country was by Survivor. It was from the Rocky Three soundtrack... Mm. Can you name that song? I the Tiger Final. Okay. Bam. Yeah. Fun fact about Foreigner. Survivor. Dummy. Fun fact about Survivor. All right. The lead singer of this went on to do the Real Men of Genius commercials for Budweiser or Bud Light, some beer company. Very funny. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. He's a former guest on Twin Cities Live. I used to host Twin Cities Live. I used to be a major celebrity. All righty. Okay, Donna, you spin that wheel. Music, please, not 90% of the time when she says, I don't want it, they give it to her. It's true. It is uh, crazy how that works out. Um, we're going to go with this one. Uh, the number one song in the country this week in the year 2000. In the year 2000. Was by NSYNC. In the year 2000. This song often shows up in modern day memes, mm. usually at the end of April. What NSYNC song was it? I'd like to steal. Oh, shoot. Oh, I should know this. It's like... Summer. <laughs> oh, this is going to be like... <laughs> it's like... Come on, come on, wait, wait, wait. It's like, uh, I'm, I'm going to have to go to Lee. Let's just go to Lee. Okay, Lee is on the phone. Lee, do you have any idea? Yeah, it's going to be me. Oh! And they do, it's going to be my, May. May. Because he sort of says yes, it like that. Yes, thank it's you, be May. girl. There you All go. right, thanks. You know, Steve, a little side note. Last Friday night, I uh, did some volunteer work. I'm going to tell Dan Seaman about it. At the Hook and Ladder <laughs> uh, Theater in South <laughs> Minneapolis um, for a 90s cover band called You Ought to Know. Mm. And they were pretty great. And But it was definitely, definitely aimed at people of your age, Steve. Mm. 
And I think if you ever see him on a bill somewhere, you should go check him out because it's going to bring back all the memories, all the feels. What's Did you the- hear? What up? Yep. What's the name again? The name of the cover band is You Ought to Know. And they just do, uh, it's a, a, there's a female lead singer and a bunch of dudes. They do all the hits. They do the, the okay. boy band right. stuff. No, they, do okay, the, cool. they do the Britney stuff. They well, do the if they're stuff. looking for work, I saw a truck today, a heating and air conditioning truck. That's a callback to our one, friends. Okay. That said they're looking for singers. <laughs> 70s and 80s singers. Please call this number, Cash for Singers. Wait, really? I should do it. Yeah. Preferably, was rock. Do have to be in your seventies and eighties, or you have to do songs? I think it's seventies and eighties, and only for recording. There's no live performance. Interesting. I like that he thinks he's. Guess what? When I was working, my job was to you know put wristbands on people. You know. Oh sure. A couple people came up to me. They said, "Hey, are you from one hundred seven point one?" I said, "Yes." Here we go. Okay, let's do a spinning. Good job, Steve. Thank you. Movies. Movies. Okay. Uh, by the way, what's the score? It's like two, uh, one to one, one to one for much of the second half of 1982 E.T. the extraterrestrial was number one at the box office, Elliot. but every now and then it would get bumped off the top of the charts. That's such a good E.T. Thanks, that man. you do. do it again. Anyway. Uh, like in late July, uh, <laughs> that's very good. <laughs> Don't do it while I'm talking. Sorry. Do it when I'm not go. No, I don't want okay. to. See, now I'm asserting it comes. Late July 1982, the number one movie in the country was a Burt Reynolds Dolly Parton musical oh. whose soundtrack featured Hard Candy Christmas and I, I Will Always Love You, a song done by the cover band You Ought to Know. Can you name that 1982? Burt Reynolds, Dolly Parton, musical. Nine to five, final answer. Okay, nope. <sighs> it was the best little, little. whorehouse in Texas. Oh. Something you Whorehouse? Yes. Yeah. They, or I, horror. Oh, yeah. W-H. It was also a Broadway thing, wasn't it? Whoa, different era. All right, All right, here we go. So after two questions, it is still one-to-one. It comes down to this final round. Donna. Big money, big money. Do it. <laughs> Movies. Okay. Steve still has a lifeline, right? Yes, okay. still have a lifeline. Yeah. Um, the number one movie this week in the year 2000 in the year had 2000. the subtitle, colon, The Clumps. K-L-U-M-P-S. Oh, no. Clump, clump. Yes. <laughs> what was the, that movie? It was a sequel. I think, yeah. Oh, she has no lifeline. She doesn't have a chance. This is like an Eddie Murphy thing. Um, <laughs> so it was something colon the, the clumps. clumps. Yeah. Clump, clump. I don't want to say colon and clump. clump. <laughs> 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 oh, geez. oh, gosh. It was. Oh, what is like. What are you in for? The clumps. Eddie Murphy. Oh, I wish I could go to Lee right now. The name of the movie is Medea. No. Um, Oh, no. Oh, gosh. It's called. I'm just going to have to take the hit. I I don't have any idea. Oh, it's fine. Yes, go ahead. 
the Nutty Professor. Ah, was. darn it! Nutty Professor Two: Cole in the Closet. Hercules. Oh, Hercules. <laughs> Hercules. Well, it's all going to come down to Steve here. Uh, so spin that wheel. Doink. Come on, big money. Headlines, Headlines oh, again. No. Okay. In August of uh, two, uh, 1982, a Major League Baseball player who played mostly for the Cincinnati Reds and the Philadelphia Phillies mm. set the record for the most plate appearances of all time. Name that Major League Baseball player. Mm. If it's who I think it is, I think he's the all-time hits leader, too. Banned from baseball. Life. For betting, right? For betting. Yeah. He might not even need that lifeline. Oh, oops, sorry. Peter Rose is your final answer. Peter Rose. Yep, that's right. And they're bringing him back for an event here soon. Bring in Heidi, my lifeline. Marcy. Marcy. Marcy (laughs) standing on a park bench because of the wind. You just won yourself a My Talk kayak. No, you didn't. (laughs) Oh, you knew that one because I don't know if it would have been a hockey question or football possibly. I might have helped. But oh, but you baseball. So Pete Rose would not have come to mind for you. Well, I now hearing the name, I know the name at least. In 82, I was about 15, and I probably wasn't into baseball. But sure. I do know the name Pete Rose, so glad you, you got that one. Who's a redheaded guy? Kind of red hair pitcher, really good. I think he got in trouble, too, for, like, doping. Or Okay, I'll be over Red-headed here. Redheaded Kurt Schilling? No. I'll get back to you. Hmm. I'll get back to you. What a He's weird a ginger. Reference. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, Marcy, uh, thank you so much. She wins. Let's go. I'll get. um, Let's give uh, Lee her farewell speech. Hello, Lee. Hi, Lee. Sorry. It's all right. It was a tough one today. I'll call again. Please do. Please do. Yeah, you can can call anytime you want now because only winners are banned from calling for 30 days, but losers are always welcome back. (laughs) That's true. All right. Have a good day, Lee. Thanks. You guys too. Bye. Bye, Bye. Lee. Thanks for listening. All right. Uh, when we come back, Usain Bolt, he had a scooter company. And now people are just finding scooters, like little scooters to scoot around town. Yeah. Just kind of like lying on the curbs. Really? All of a sudden. I'll explain why. When we come back, it's Don and Steve on my talk. We'll be back. Uh, the person I was thinking of was Mark McGuire. Which Rocco, oh, yeah, we sure. would have never gotten because she was like, you know, who's that He's ginger pitcher? pitcher? <laughs> I know. Not the home run king. Well, I don't yeah. know what I'm talking about. And then about. she said he was in that movie like 51. <laughs> and I said, I think we're going like 61. <laughs> Roger Maris. He broke Roger Maris's home run record. You were, you were, you were getting there. I was, you were getting there. You're like a bloodhound, knowing that there's some sort of drugs in the park, but you're at the other end of the park. <laughs> Wait a second now. So he's not a pitcher. What's his position, or what was his position? I think he played first base. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, did a lot of steroids. Yeah, throughout and his hit career, hit a lot of home runs. He was jacked up, man. He and Jose Canseco. So does he lose his spot in the Hall of Fame because of that? Yeah, I don't think he ever ended up getting voted into the Hall of Fame. Oh. I don't think. Probably because of that, right? They say that yeah, if you're cheating, <laughs> it really. Puts a bit of a stain on it. But, you know, other people have said maybe we just need to say this was the steroid era of baseball because there were guys like Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco, Jason Giambi. I do like that name. I knew you would. Giambi! Because it's close to... Hey, Giambi, get over here. 
You want some gabagoo? <laughs> Oh, okay, wait, 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 wait. I, it's fun to be alive. I I gotta go to a baseball game. That's it. Here she goes. Rocco. Talk to upstairs boss. She's got seats in the second row behind the dugout. She does? Yes. I don't think upstairs boss Plus. is just handing out tickets, uh, though. Usually if I ask, I get them. I've never You're an asked asker, before. Huh? Yeah, talk to Maybe talk to we should all be boss. askers more. You know, it's really funny. So my roomie, Jason... Mm-hmm. It was really hot yesterday, and yeah. he How hot was it? he he was uh, drove in the driveway into the garage while me and Susie and Laura mm-hmm. were trying to we were about to put the bouncy house up. Yeah, right. And it was heavy, and yeah. it was hot. And Laura says to Jason, "You said about asking, so it made me think." She's like, "Hey, Jason, do you want to help us with this?" And he goes, "No." I do not. <laughs> and he didn't. And he didn't. And I think the look on her face was like, really? Like, he's really saying no? He stuck to his guns. Yeah, he's like, nope, it's hot, and I don't do heat, and I have asthma. <laughs> hey, he's medically cleared. Yeah. Send so him inside. He went back in the house. Good day. <laughs> hey, right. don't forget, tomorrow, hopefully the weather co- cooperates during the Capitio Festival, Thursday, August 4th. General admission tickets, $15. Kids five and under are free. That's awesome. You can hear music, thank you, from School of Rock before the reel. And then you'll see cat videos from social media, America's Funniest Home Videos, and your fellow Twin Cities residents. And stick around after. It's a laser light show. Yes. And by the way, we're going to have some merchandise. And there's going to be like vendors and and things. It's really fun. It is a really fun time. And CHS Field is such a lovely, lovely venue. It Um, is. A buck from each ticket sold is going to go to our charity partner, the Animal Humane Society. More info can be found at mytalk1071.com. Keyword cat. We see a hand raise. That's Donna Valentine. Go down. My question for you is, I saw something in our show outline that had to do with Chris Rock and Will Smith. I'll give it to you quick here. Chris Rock's people, there's a story in the Huffington Post. Uh, Chris, Chris Rock's people saying he doesn't really have any interest in talking with Will Smith. I love that. That's what sources are saying. Essentially saying like, you know, Will came out with his uh, apology video last week on YouTube. And uh, they're just like, yeah, Chris doesn't feel like he needs to talk. This is clearly something that bothers Will more than Chris. Will needs to deal with his issues. Chris, mm-hmm. Chris is fine. I, I think that's great. That's the word we're hearing out of the uh, Chris Rock camp. Because um, to sit down and talk, that implies that, oh, we live in the same neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like, what if one guy lives in Kansas and one guy lives in California? And what, I now have to get on a plane to come and talk what, to you? Which of the two, Chris Rock or Will Smith, <laughs> do you think lives in Kansas primarily? Okay, so yeah, the only do. reason I say that is because I know that Dave Chappelle lives in Ohio. Thank you. What a good correlation, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, why does why does Chris Rock have to go out of his way to accommodate Will Smith? I don't think Will's going for that, though. He doesn't want him to go out of his way. But he's saying, like, hey, I need to, albeit late, I need to do my part here and want to, like, try to make good on something wrong that I did. I'm sure Will Smith would fly to anywhere in the world right now to meet up with Chris Rock. Thank Even for right. five minutes, just to be like, "Hey, man, I think you're right." You know, and he's got the means to do it. Obviously, yeah. I saw a weird article today with a weird picture of like scooters 
lying on the corner of a what appeared to be kind of just like typical busy city street. Oh, sure. I couldn't tell if this was a stage photo or not. Uh, this from my favorite morning newsletter that I do not get paid to tell you about, but I continue to tell you about the morning brew. Uh, there's an e-scooter startup that was founded by Usain Bolt, the gold medal winner. And they stopped operating in at least six U.S. cities this week, including Portland, Oregon, and Richmond, Virginia. And some officials were aware that uh, Bolt was in the process of slowing down the company and, you know, eventually just saying we're out of business. But they were caught off guard when the company just skipped protocol and seemingly did so overnight. So I think that there are now some city officials in various places across the country who are trying to figure out what to do with hundreds of dead e-scooters and bikes that were left behind by this startup called Bolt, named after Usain Bolt. Huh. That's weird. So if you're in one of those cities and you see some yellow scooters just laying on the side of the street, they're probably never going to get powered up again because they're out of business. Oh, that's too bad. I'm sorry. You ever rent one of those bikes? Never wonder. <laughs> I've rented the scooters before. When we were in San Diego, we were cruising around on the scooters, but never huh. the Never the bike. You know all the I, bikes I just that rented, are all over the city? Yeah, I just, we rented like a city bike in New York. Oh, you did? Yeah, they cool. have them. And then you go up and you pay and then it unlocks it and you have access yeah, to it. for. They're all over Minneapolis, for sure. I think you got a helmet up, though, when you do these things. Hey. That's just me. Yeah. Your brain's so, inside of your skull. You're right. Bring your own helmet. I mean, we made it this far. I... We didn't even have seatbelts. Here we go. All right. No. Here we go. No. Everybody protect your head. Okay. We'll see you tomorrow. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Good Bye. day. Bye.